Welcome to the Secrets of Earning Money show, where we focus on business, money, and mindset, so you can take control of your personal financial economy and life. And I'm your host, Tasha Singleton. Today, we have a special guest in our studios with us, and her name is Tiana Egerton. She is the proud owner of Tiana Egerton State Farm. She's a 14-year veteran in the financial services and insurance industry. Throughout her tenure, she served in multiple officer-level positions at two international financial institutions. During her time, she became vice president, graduated from the leadership development program, became a licensed securities agent in life and health insurance, and worked in commercial payment solutions. Tiana currently serves as a committee co-chair with Leadership Prince George's President, Emiratus of the Board of Directors for the Prince George's Child Resource Center, and an active board member for the College of Business at Bowie State University, in which she co-founded an annual program, Financial Services Day, formerly known as Bankers Day, and served as committee chair for the Pillars of Success Awards program in 2017. Wow, that is a great track record that you have in the financial services industry. So Tiana, tell us, what got you into wanting to be a part of the financial services industry? And what do you like most about what you do? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. First, um, let me say um, it is an honor to be here, and I do not uh, take it lightly. But what made me want to first be in the financial services industry is I really wanted to learn about money. I And in that, how do you make a lot of money? How do you keep a lot of money? Um, how do people make it happen, you know? How do you become a hundred thousandaire? How do you become a millionaire? And so I wanted to just gather that information, learn it, and then educate folks on how to do it. That sounds so, so actually I um I reached out to a mentor and I was asking, you know, this is what I want to do, you know, this I was a little younger then, um and she actually suggested banking, banking and finance. And um, I, was a recent, well, I was a recent graduate, and I said, okay, I'll give it a try. And here we are today. So what do you love best about what you do? I think it is the educating part of it. Um, it's so much to know. It's so much to learn. And we don't know what we don't know. It's when I'm talking to business owners, so a lot of my career I work with business owners. I've worked with small business owners. I've worked with startups. I've worked with very large corporations. Um, and with each of those groups, from top execs, CEOs, to owners of million-dollar um, companies, even to the small business owner, there are certain things that they just don't know and people trying to get into the business. And you wouldn't know if you didn't really have anyone to tell you or most people are good at what they're good at. So if you're a, a contractor, right, and you can build homes, 
and you're, you're an expert, you're a top company in that field, okay, that's great, and you're very smart. But you might not know how to, you know, keep money, how to save money, how to even take out a loan. And so it's, for me, it's being able to be a part of that ride, especially from startup companies, being there from the beginning and just watching them flourish year over year over year. I think that gives me just such a sense of gratitude there. That's where your passion comes from. Sounds good. All right. Well, Tiana, what are the top three things that you would recommend entrepreneurs and business owners do today to get started on building a financial foundation? Oh, gosh. Top three. Okay. So I, let's see, I would recommend, I have quite a few, but to narrow it down to three, let's, well, first thing that's most important, I guess I would say is amongst the top would be the budget budgeting. If you are, you know, a new entrepreneur, you're looking to open your own business, or you're just getting started, you're within your first year or first three years, check out your budget. You have to monitor your income and expenses to a T. Know how much money you have coming in, but even more importantly, know how much money you have going out. What are you spending your money on? And oftentimes, when people say, oh, I need to make more money, I need to make more money, and they just don't see how they can do it, you can make more money by cutting some of your expenses. And what, how, how do you do that? You print out your bank statement, and you look and see, what did I spend my money on? Um, and that could be eating out. Let's say you eat out, I don't know, three times a day. $20 a meal, that's normal around here for a metropolitan, actually it's on the low end, right? That's $60 a day. If you're doing that five days a week, that's $300. If you're doing it seven days a week, that's $420. So we got to cut out some of that spending. you got to cook at home. Um, and that is a way that right there you're giving yourself a raise. That's keeping your income. Um, right now people are doing a lot of online shopping. If it's not a necessity, don't buy it, especially if you are starting your own business. You need to hold on to all of your money and spend money on your business. Reinvest there. Um, and also with the budget, you got to reduce, reduce your luxuries. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're looking to, to have more money coming in or to save money, what are you driving the top-of-the-line vehicle? You might have to reconsider that you might have to go down to a, a lower grade and save. Are, are you paying $1,000, $1,200 for a car note a month? Maybe you need to get a used car. Maybe you need to get that down to $400, $700. I just saved you $500 right there. How about cable? Do you have every network channel? And if you do, do you need it? So I've had those tough conversations with people, and it is amazing the aha moment that they have. Get the basic cable stations. And the thing of it is, you're not changing this for a lifetime. You're changing it now to get to where you need to go. And then I guarantee you, once you get past the the angst of, oh my goodness, downgrading, you're going to see that, hey, it's not so bad. I guess the second thing that I would say um, outside of budgeting, I would say, you know, build an emergency fund. It is definitely, it, it is a huge decision to step out there on faith and whether you're going to start your business, um, full on, or if you're going to do it part-time while you, you know, get up enough funds, whatever your decision is, you still need to build up an emergency fund. 
um, oftentimes when I'm speaking, people will raise their hand and they'll ask, well, how much? How much should I do? And there are so many different equations, you know. People say, oh, three times, you know, what your expenses are. Some people say six times, you know, for six months of your expenses. I got to tell you that that's going to be up to you. Think about what your expenses are, right? And I would say a minimum of three, but I always like six. But that number may be huge, right? And so people are always thinking that's just so much, but start somewhere, Make small goals, Hit, meet those small goals, so then you're going to meet that big goal in the end. Okay, I need to have, uh, let's say, $12,000 in the bank, right? But let's start with 1000 What can I save this one month? And maybe that's 500 So at the end of this month, I'm going to have $500 in a separate account that I am not going to touch. Next month, this is how much I'm going to have. In four months, I'm going to have $1,500. And then you're going to have to go back, remember, to that budget, reducing your luxuries, cut out some spending. The $500 you saved on that car note, the $300 you saved or $200 you saved from the cable bill, all that money now, you're repositioning that money to go to that savings because you got to have that emergency fund. Yes. And, now, uh-huh. Tiana, with the emergency fund, do you recommend mm-hmm. an emergency fund just for personal expenses, or do you also recommend an emergency fund or a sinking fund for businesses to have two, so they would have two funds like that? So I I recommend both, but here's the thing. We're looking to see how we can save money and how we can make more money, right? So let's start with one, okay? Let's, let's start with one, and as we grow, let's, let's get that up because – I don't want to say, you know, to, to the business owner that's starting out that, that don't have a whole lot of funds that, oh, my goodness, now you got to have two accounts and now you have to do this and now you have to do that. Start it. Oftentimes people are using their personal funds anyways to fund their business when you're starting out. Um, but, yeah, definitely when you can, get you want to you wanna keep business finances separate from your personal finances. But the main point, my, the main takeaway that I want uh, your listeners to get out of this is to save. The key to it is save. And if that dollar amount, let's say, let's say you can save $800 a month. Let's say it's actually in the budget after we've reduced some things. If you want to do $400 in the personal and $400 in the business, do that. But make it a point to, um, to get a get a dollar amount in your head, what's going to be comfortable, and do not steer away from it. That's some good advice. And what's your third point? So my third thought, I hmm. so I'm, I'm teetering between <laughs> I'm teetering between two thoughts. Okay, if we're we're narrowing it down to three, because I when, well, let me just put a a little mention in here about this. I, I want to put a mention in about credit, right? Um. And this is coming from my, my banking hat. Um, as you start your business, you're going to need funds, okay? You want, you want to take out a loan. You might need a line of credit or something like that. Make sure that your credit is in order. Um, and in order, I mean get your credit score to be at a higher, you know, higher than what it is. And, and I'm not going to go too deep into the credit conversation because that could be a show all in itself or how to get your credit score up and things like that. But that is definitely, definitely, definitely something to, to focus on. So I want to put a plug in for that because you want to set yourself up to be able to be able to take out loans. Now, for the new business owners, for to – I think that a good way to 
use some of the money very early on is marketing the business. So the the third thing is going to be credit, right? That's what I'm going to say because you got to you might have to borrow money to spend some money. And then what you choose to spend that money on, you have to choose wisely. And one of those things would be to market your business. Um that is going to be huge, huge. You have to get the word out. You have to let people know what you're doing. And the great thing right now is, you know, we have social media. That's free marketing. Um, and to utilize all of those things, um, all of those free things that are available, but be prepared to invest in in other, other ways to market your business. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people think that social media marketing is the be-all, end-all. And then they don't understand why their business doesn't grow because social media marketing does work, but you still need that offline marketing so that you can drive them online. The best marketing is a combination of both. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess I would say definitely takeaway is going to be budget, build an emergency fund, and make sure your credit is in order. Three of the minutes. <laughs> Yeah, and so for people who um, whose credit may be questionable, because you know, given this current time, people are their credit is is not going to be good. What would you make a suggestion with them? So, here here are a couple of pointers that I always let um, tell people. Number one, point you get you're able to get your credit report um, from each credit bureau at no cost once a year. Okay. And if you go to annualcreditreport.com, then you can pull that. Now, if you want your credit score, you're going to have to pay for that. And it varies um, per state that you're in, okay? Um, you know, it, it's going to be like around, I think, 20 bucks the last time I looked, the last time I checked. Now, you don't have to pull your credit score each time. Pull your credit score the first time, you know, pay for it. And when you pull your credit report, don't pull all three bureaus at once. Just pull one. And then four months later, you know, pull the next one. And then four months later, pull the next one. Now, what I would say is review everything. If there's anything up there that's not yours, um, dispute it. And go through the process online and make sure you have about 20 minutes so because it will time out on you. It, it, they make it very simple. Um, you see something's not up there, you can click on it and say, okay, this is not mine, please remove. And you know, and then the credit bureau will have 30 days to contact that company and get that information back to you. And if they don't reply within the 30 days, they'll remove it. And so, number one, you want to dispute anything that's not yours. Number two, let's say you have some things that are in collections, some collections items. Um, and let's say it's, it's three things in collections. You have $500 there, you have a $200, you have a $100, or whatever that amount is. Instead, some people are like, okay, I'm going to pay these things down. Um, let me pay, I don't know, I'm going to pay $25 on each one. Don't do that. I advise against that. That $25 you're going to pay on that three, that's $75, take that whole $75 and just pay on the smallest one. Because the key to it is you want to get it out of collections. If it's already there and you make a payment on three payments that are in collections and you don't pay them off, once it refreshes, it's refreshing saying, hey, there's a delinquent account here. Like, this account is in collections. And so even though it's already there, it has to update 
at, for the new amount, but the new amount is still in collections. You see what I'm saying? So you don't want to refresh something negative, so or something that's already up there. So go ahead, that $100 payment that you owe, you're going to put $75 there. It's going to refresh. You're going to owe $25. That's fine. Put that $25 on it the next month and then $50 on the next smallest one and pay them off one at a time. And that way you'll see your score go up a little bit higher. And there are other um, there are other things that people can do, but that's a start. And there are also some good companies out there that can assist with those. Um, there are some companies that, you know, not so much. So, you know, do your research on who you want to go with, but definitely um, I, you know, I have those pointers um, that I can do, but there are some companies out there that can also give great advice. All right, well, that was great advice for us. Yes, thank you. Now, Tanya, what are you working on right now? Is there a project, a webinar, something that you're working on right now that you'd like to let everybody know about? Yes. Well, um, sure, multiple things. So, of course, I have my company, Tanya Edgerton Agency. Um, you can find me on um, online, my website is coveredbytiania.com. That's C O V E R E D by B Y Tiania, T I A N Y A.com. C O V E R E D B Y T I A N Y A.com. And that is the website to, um, to my company. Um, currently, I am doing a lot of speaking engagements, um, a lot of forums, seminars and webinars, and, um, you know, to whomever really is requesting. I, this is, I have another one scheduled, but this is going to be for a private group of about, I want to say about 400 people at the end of January. Um, so if anyone is in need, of course, of someone speaking about insurance, Specifically, um, life insurance, I just did a seminar not too long ago about the truth about life insurance. Um, also, I do seminars on creating wealth through financial fitness. Um, so it's, it's tons of things that are up there. You can email me. Um, also, you can visit me on my social media sites because those things will be listed there. So my Facebook page is Tiana Edgerton State Farm, and that's my first name, last name, State Farm, T-I-A-N-Y-A-E-D-G-E-R-T-O-N, State Farm. Um, my LinkedIn is Tiana Edgerton. My Instagram is Tiana underscore State Farm. And my Twitter is Tiana State Farm. And so um, there are certain things that I have on the calendar, some things that I will um, post so everyone can know about, but other things won't be posted if it's for a private group. Okay. Well, that's great. So people have a way to contact you. Now, Tiana is great wealth of information. Be sure to reach out to her and um, see if you can get to one of her webinars so that you can get educated on your finances. And this is Financial Wellness Month in January, and Tiana is our first financial wellness expert on the show this year. And we're gonna have uh, two more wellness experts come on and speak with you as well. So thank you so much for listening to The Secrets of Earning Money show and come back and listen to us again 
next Thursday.